0: Welcome to the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center.
1: The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years.
2: Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. And good morning, good Saturday, good grief. We are off and running another KMOX Home Improvement Show. Scott Mosby, two hours, plenty of questions and answer phone lines for you. Bring it on. Let's share it right here. It is just a great day in beautiful St. Louis. What can we say? A little bit of mixed sun, and it's getting warmer. So a day to be outdoors. Certainly get those holiday decorations up because You know, it's just around the corner and the weather is not supposed to improve. This is kind of it for today and tomorrow, according to Brian Kelly and the KMOX News and Weather. Let's talk about your home. Two hours, your questions, your topics, anything you want to talk about. Mostly around the changing seasons for now. Scott Mosby here. I've been with you for quite some years and I enjoy my time on KMOX and getting with you every Saturday, visiting with 50,000 of my favorite friends right here Saturday morning on KMOX. Phone lines for you. Bring them on. 314-436-7900. 436-7900. Toll free 800-925-1120. 800-925-1120. Today's topics have quite a few things around, and we've got a lot to talk about, so just keep that in mind. Some of the design trends, as we spend a little more time at home, we get back into this pandemic thing, and the world goes around and it turns, and we see the sun and the moon and days come and go, moonlight, sunshine, sunrise, and all those things. Oh, my! here comes pandemic again. Let's stay at home just a little bit more. Well, then... You know, that furnace just isn't quite as comfortable as it might be. And those lights, you know, I've always wanted to change those light bulbs and get some LEDs in there and the design things. You know, I, I, I think I want to change the towels in the bathroom. And you do that, and then it's not quite there. Oh, eh. next is that coat of paint, and it, it's not quite there. And next it's uh maybe faucets, you know. It, no, not quite there. Lo and behold, you back in, you realize, man, I'm heading into a bathroom remodel or a kitchen remodel, whatever room it is. But years ago, as I served on a uh, um, a national advisory council, frankly, for Pella Windows, Pella Window Company did a very widespread um, research project of what starts a large comprehensive remodeling project. A coat of paint. A coat of paint. You and I can change our paint pretty easily, but it's the first step in recording, I want something different. I want more. I'm expecting something better out of this space. I'm tired of this room, whatever it is. So we paint and then we change some rugs and we change a few accessories here around. It's like, no, that's just not doing it. Off we run. So lo and behold... Uh if you find yourself trolling the paint stores, the paint aisle looking for any kind of decorating decorating ideas, batten down the hatches because now is the time the suggested data suggests that perhaps you're heading toward even a bigger project. 314 925 1120 Scott Mosby here. Um, I own Mosby Building Arts. We were founded in 1947 by my father, Sam Mosby. Now gone, but golly, he is still alive and well. The values still persist. The design-build uh, concept of, you know what? I don't care what you do. You better do it together. And that is really my father's overall vision for the company was, you know, it takes a whole lot of folks to bake a cake, but you all have to get along and agree on what you're doing, how you're going to get there in each and everybody's part in it. Today, Mosby Building Arts, now uh, the vision, the organization, the whole idea remains the same that getting everybody together on one team Rowing in the right direction, facing the same direction, and at least trying to get everything done just the way the client wants it. That's kind of the overall uh, concept there at Mosby Building Arts. Uh, phone lines for your questions today, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I know with the weather today, the opportunity to wash the car, clean off the patio, clean up some of the patio furniture, get things ready for the next wave of holidays coming around. Uh, we will have cold and we will have some warm. Indian summer days come around, so don't underestimate the willingness we have to get outside when the weather turns just a little bit good uh so think about that as you decide where you're going to spend your time outdoors but as you do that as you hear me say every fall disconnect your garden hoses when each use from now on After Thanksgiving, it's time to disconnect the garden hose off of the faucet, off of the spigot, off of the silcock, whatever you want to call that thing, to make sure that it doesn't hold water inside that faucet, because when the temperature drops, They bounce like balls down to sometimes 22 degrees, 16 degrees. You can split that pipe and split that faucet. Unbeknownst to you, you may not know it until you turn the faucet back on and now you've created a flood. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Also, as you get ready for your holiday decorations and Hanukkah's upon us, so Festival of Lights continues and we are off and running with the holidays, I love it, and uh, I, 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 well, I tend to celebrate this season, Christmas for me into late January. I mean, why not? Some people like to remove those things. Uh, have my first uh, invitation to Boxing Day. Yep, yep. Some English friends saying, "Come over for Boxing Day." The day after Christmas, we're putting that stuff away as it is in Canada and the UK around the uh, world as well. So kind of an interesting thing. Uh, We can talk about that and more, but the holidays are a lot of fun. Make sure you're getting out and getting your things done while it's still warm. That includes the indoors. Don't overlook your windows and doors, weather stripping, sealing, making sure the windows lock, latch, whatever it is. And uh, even so, I I know people kind of roll their eyes when I say this. Get your screens fixed. This is a great time to repair screens. You Remove that screen. Take it down to the hardware store, the home center. There won't be too many other screen guys trying to get them replaced. So uh, if you know where to get the screens repaired, that now is the time to do it. And if you haven't fixed your furnace, prepared it for the season, please do. And your fireplace as well, because as we start heating more and more and more, and it's an interesting thing because as the temperature drops, your furnace runs more often as it runs more often, it inhales or draws intake air down the chimney, down the furnace flue, down the uh, water uh, heater flue, uh, through the dryer vent, uh, through the kitchen vent fan, all those things. Just keep in mind, if there's a negative imbalance of pressures, those power fans that exhaust, as they blow air out, They suck the air through every nook, cranny, window and door crack, uh, vent that's not all that stuff. So just keep in mind, uh, don't underestimate how quickly two degrees rolls around. I know, I know. I I, I promised that I wouldn't talk about snow melt, but, you know, I'm going through withdrawals here because this is the time of year. Get out the holiday decorations, start thinking about the snow melt because, whoops. It comes 314 436 7900 925 2 full hours today. Home improvement. Lots of things happening on KMOX. My name is Scott Mosby. Can you tell? I'm happy to be here and part of the family of KMOX. We're going to take a short pause right now and prepare for our great first hour here on KMOX. We've got some really good callers firing up, and the phone lines are just a whizzing right here in downtown St. Louis and the studio. So bring it on, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby, KMOX. We are 50,000 watts all at your service just for you here on KMOX. This
0: is the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center.
1: The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50 years.
2: Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX. All right, rounding the first corner at the first turn. We are off and running on the KMOX Home Improvement Show. We have a jockey of Scott Mosby riding 50,000 watts. The lightning lines on the telephone. And we are here. Oh, all right. We'll get my medication adjusted any minute now. First, let's just start with my friend Joe. Joe, good morning. Welcome to KMOX. How are you, sir? How can we help?
3: Good morning. It's great. Uh, listen, um, I'm going to remodel my dad's house. It's a 60 year old house, uh, uh-huh. but they have uh, in the basement they they finished they had it finished off and it has uh, a cherry wood and it has pine and it has uh, maple and it's and wow. it's really nice. However. They had uh, water backup, and uh, I guess some mold got on it, and mm-hmm. and it, and it, it doesn't look good. I was wondering, could I take those down and and treat them with with something, or should I? They were they're they're seven foot uh, long boards, and wow. there's a lot of them. So wow. I mean, that's going to be worth some money if I can salvage them.
2: Yes. Well, couple, how far up from the bottom is that damage from the water?
3: Uh, not quite a foot.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Here, Here's my thought. Number one, yes, you can. And number two, no, you shouldn't. The, those old <laughs> hardwoods are very difficult to handle, and pulling them apart, you'll just split the edges and the nailing. My advice is treat this, if you can, by building up a rather ornate base molding trim, um, and you may need to refinish the bottom six inches. I mean, you can't make a twelve-inch base trim and make it look good in a you know an eight-foot ceiling. It just looks like you <laughs> had too much baseboard and put it down anyway. So you may have to meet halfway in the middle. H- how is the rest of the wood from you know twelve inches and up?
3: Oh, it's fine. It's good. It's in great shape, and it's I mean it it, it has designs in it. So I wanted to save it and maybe use it someplace else.
2: Yeah, I, I I like where you're going with this a lot, Joe. Especially with those kinds of materials. Um, I mean, you're you're talking tens of thousands of dollars of hardwood there, um, and and the unique nature of it. And um, I don't know. For me, you know, remembering my dad and and you know my parents before, you know, it. I just have a whole lot of motivation to go the extra mile. But I would actually um, cut the bottom. Probably, uh, how tall is your ceiling? About seven and a half inches? Uh,
3: it's all the way it's floor to ceiling, seven, seven feet.
2: Okay. Uh, seven feet proportionally, five or a six inch base trim is about the most I would consider. And uh, so on that level, I think I'd probably try and refinish it in place. If you look at the wood and it seems to have absorbed more and and the pine is going to be more absorbent than the other hardwoods that you're describing such as the cherry and and such but the pine is a softer wood it'll soak up more i would try and uh, refinish that in place uh, sanding it and you may need to cut the bottom one or two or three inches but if you cut say three inches off the bottom and that would be with a a really sharp finish uh, table saw type blade on a circular power saw, something that can do a really good job of cutting. Cut that thing off right at about three or four inches and put a five inch baseboard on. You can put a one by four there, hold that one by four up off the floor maybe a quarter of an inch. I've 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 seen some people use quarter inch pieces of foam, kind of a siding wrap foam that they lay on the floor uh, so that the wood doesn't really touch the concrete, if it gets wet again, it won't really wick that water up into it. The framing will, of course, but your finish won't. So uh, cut up, say, three and a half, four inches. Fill it in with a horizontal one by 4 Refinish your hardwood in place the best you can, and you've got your hands full because cherry, uh, there is no color. Once the ultraviolet light gets to cherry, it gets darker, period. So you've got a big job there, and I wouldn't in- increase it, by removing and reinstalling so what do you think
3: well okay that makes sense i I really don't want to take it off but uh uh in in place is fine
2: yeah i think you'll have your hands full man uh you know you start getting in and trying to match the hues and the finishes and you know you might wind up messing with three different four different you know stains to make the look come out the way you want And and i'll warn you in staining wood You know, if 10 is the toughest job and one is the easiest job, the skill set you're employing there by trying to stain a consistent way of three or four different species of hardwood, man, you're at least an eight out of 10, maybe nine or 10. You know, some of those boys are more artists than they are tradesmen.
3: Yeah. Well, well, uh, they're in different rooms. They're not all together. Oh.
2: Okay. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. But the water had, had gotten into all three of the rooms. And, uh, yeah, that was the, that's the issue. So the pine, yeah, start. I, the pine might oh. be a write-off, and the other ones are salvage. I could probably do something with
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Make a judgment. Pull off your base trim down below. Uh, take a look at it. Maybe cut you know a two inch piece off of a few of them and end grain. Kind of inspect those removed pieces. Then make a judgment of how badly that water wicked and soaked up into that wood. I think you'll be in pretty good shape with hardwoods on that, Joe. So I, I you know, I think you're. Uh, I I I send my um, great respects to you for giving it a try to keep that hardwood.
3: All right, we'll we'll see what we can do, and I'll let you know.
2: Okay, brother. Good luck. Thank you. Bye. All right, Joe. Bye now. Home improvements. Scott Mosby, KMOX. I I love I love some of the stuff that I mean. I was, uh, you know, I was a young carpenter, twenty five, thirty years old when um. Golly, some of the really uh, mansion-esque homes in downtown St. Louis that were being painted over, uh, carpet laid over, hardwood floors, cherry raised panel molding um, out of hardwood, uh, you know, oaks and various, you know, just like, ah, too dark, too ugly, let's paint it. So, you know, some of the uh, uh, refurbishing uh, tasks ahead of me were, how do we unwind painting such beautiful hardwood so that the, you know, the balustrade, the stairway could uh, come alive, wake up, uh, be more attuned with the rest? of the- So any, I really honor Joe's challenge there because um, it's worth the effort. It is a labor of love and it is labor intensive. Let's see what's cooking with my buddy, David. Hey, David, Scott Mosby here. How, how can I help you on this beautiful morning on KMOX?
1: Thank you for uh, taking my call. Yeah. I live in University City in a 100-year-old house that has two sewer laterals. The main wow. lateral near the driveway is open and clear. A second lateral was discovered because I had a sinkhole occurred in the middle of the property line at the curb, and this sinkhole extends to, under the street toward a manhole. MSD sent dye down the, the uh, sinkhole, and it came out the second lateral in the manhole. They wow. tried to video it. And got blocked by mud. Uh, Plumber tried to cable it through the manhole, and it also got caught. Uh, MSD sent dye down my drains, my neighbor's drain, and the downspout closest to this lateral, and nothing came out. Hmm. Uh, MSD ruled that it was possibly abandoned, and now University City says it doesn't fall. It may not fall under the lateral repair program. Oh, so, man.
2: Now oh. what? Oh, baby. Uh, I, okay, I drop to your knees, put your hands together, look to the sky. <laughs> 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 uh, wow. Uh, good news is the uh, dye from the downspouts didn't mix. That's uh, pretty unusual in University City or any of the inner ring communities because those all used to pipe together with the you know sanitary sewers. Um, wow. Wow. What is it you're trying to achieve, David?
1: Well, uh, I'd kind of like to put a liner in it, but it it would need to be jet flushed first Mm -hmm. to see the extent so that they could put a liner. A plumber said, well, if you're going to do that, you might as well dig it up. And I'm like, that defeats the purpose of the liner.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, I studied liners. I thought it was the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, about 60% of the time that uh, liner companies go at putting liners in, they, they have to dig them up anyway. So if you launch that ship, there's a possibility or probability even better than 50-50 that you're going to wind up digging this thing up because it, it requires, you know, a clear pipe you know, even if it's not pipe, just mud curved out. So uh, just be aware that you have a uh, proclivity toward digging it up anyway. Um, as far as that with what you're talking about, I agree with the plumber. I think I would dig that thing up. When you've got that many weird things going on in a hundred years of history between you and what happened the first time, I um, and, and here's, here's why. Uh, uh, even in the Mosby office, we are guilty of being optimistic. I mean, nobody wants to spend worthless money. I mean, if so we try, we're optimistically, we like, okay, we're going to try and we're going to put the liner in. That costs a whole lot. Well, lo and behold, you wind up spending 1.3 times the money that you would have say, spent if you went in and just changed the thing because you're... You know, optimism, you know, we're trying to help the client. We're, you know, we're frugal ourselves, whether it's our money or your money, for heaven's sakes, you know, don't waste it. Just be aware that it's uh, with a 100 years between me and the first guy that put that sewer in. I think uh, uh, in medical terms, uh, emergency medical, I want to bear the wound and I want to see what's what's in front of me so that I apply exactly what it needs. Okay. not what you wanted to hear for sure no um, and and you can't and you can't there's nothing wrong with you know trying to uh jet wash this thing out and see if you can open it up but it, you'll know then if you can't jet wash this thing out and you can't get it through that just you know it's gonna it have to be dug up yes yes sir you know, and exactly. the, on the sewer lateral program there, I might do a little more. I th- I think I'd invest, instead of trying to line her, I think I'd invest in trying to make this a lateral program, frankly. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I, I might spend, you know, I might waste 20 hours lobbying for the sewer lateral program as opposed to 20 hours trying to line this thing. Right, right.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh... Now, was un uncle- it was not sure about the lateral program. It it was, I understand it's really good, but uh, the engineer at University City said he didn't think it would be covered because uh, MSD ruled it abandoned.
2: Well, the short one may, but you've got one that does qualify. You, I mean, you're, if you've got a sewer and it's running, you've got a qualifying something. Um, so, uh, you know, and and. Anyway, that's that's kind of... You have one lateral that's working. Here's the downside of the sewer lateral program. If you have a 60-foot sewer lateral, and for, th- for those of you listening, this is the sewer line that goes from the basement in the house out to MSD's line under the street, on the side, wherever it is. The issue is, if they discover with a camera that there's 20 feet of that line that's collapsed and failed, they're only going to dig up and replace 20 feet. So you know you're at 100 years old i guarantee you that by the time they get done finding something you know so um either do or do not there is no try that's you know star wars yoda wisdom right there so uh if if you're getting into this thing and it's 100 feet or 100 years old just change that rascal because you'll be able to proactively make decisions about landscaping um water services to your house um stuff like that as opposed to you start digging and then they find out that well no we need to dig up the rest of your yard tomorrow oh oh, oh. Yeah. uh
1: kind of a an interesting note the this sinkhole is i would say within three feet of my uh water shutoff valve
2: oh yeah that's interesting
1: MSD, uh, the water company came out and they said it was not theirs.
2: That just means it's not on their side of the meter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like deciding who killed, you know, the the dog. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. It's not going to help the dog. So, yeah, and that's a perfect example of why I would dig it up. And I'd, I'd find a, a a good plumber that you really trust because you're going to take a voyage and you're done when you're done. And you're going to noodle your way through it with a plumber. So I'd get a good one and make sure that it's, and, and talk with them up front, you know, and let them know. It's like, well, I, I want to be as economical as I can. You know, that's one choice. The other is I don't want to do this again for 20 years. So don't. Cut it, you know. Don't short, make a shortcut to save me two hundred dollars, you know. Right.
1: Uh, can uh, call your office for recommendations on plumbers.
2: Oh sure, yeah, please do. I mean, we get into this stuff all the time. You can tell we've been, you know, thrice built bitten on these things where we dig down and, you know, and it's kind of our job to have these conversations. So you're just, we're just doing it publicly. It's like, okay, if we go. We're going. There's no turning this ship back. If it's a water, you know, service, we're going to change that. If it's a sewer service, we're going to change that. Uh, you know, we know we've got probably an abandoned sewer lateral. You're going to be in for, you know, capping that off when we get down. You know, it's kind of a time and material sort of job, whether you get a bid on it or not. Right.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm leery of plumbers, so
2: well they're they're like everybody else they're good ones and and not so good ones and they're really busy but uh you know get a good and you'll know them by the name a lot of these guys are um they they're very fluent they'll have their own backhoe they do their own digging that's when you know you've got a sewer guy that knows what he's doing you know what i mean it's like well we sub out the excavation and we sub out the this and we sub out the that and It's like, well, that's a good way to do it from a business standpoint, but it, you know, generally the guys that are in sewers all the time have all their own equipment and staff.
1: Okay. All righty. All right. Well, thank you very much. This is what I needed to hear.
2: Yeah, holidays to you, brother. How's that? You get a new sewer. Yeah, okay. (laughs) All right, take care. Thanks, David all right by now uh, and again uh, this is kind of how uh the entire uh process works is here's what you can expect here's what i don't know and this is what'll happen when we get down there and we discover a or b or c so it's kind of like uh you know having a well formed outcome with a clear understanding of what you don't know uh and that a lot of times that's that's how you just then you can manage your money your, Excuse me your time your collateral damage like landscape landscaping lawn driveways pavement you know you're digging a hole from the house all the way out to the street it's like, well, you know what? I, I always wanted some street lighting out there or, you know, whatever it is. So y- you have the opportunity to run electrical out there, whatever it is. Uh, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Scott Mosby here at your service. I'm going to take a short pause after these questions. We'll be right back after this.
0: This is the KMOX Home Improvement Show. Presented by Suburban Leisure Center.
1: The place with the big red chair. Celebrating 50
0: years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX.
2: All right, back together. Home Improvement. Uh, We have lots of things happening here. Uh, Much to talk about. And for you, we have the toy drive. The Mosby Building Arts toy drive. So stay tuned. I'll have a little bit more for you on that. Uh, And this goes... uh, throughout and past Christmas. So if you have toys and things to gather, uh, stay tuned. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that as we get going. Right now, let's get back to my friend uh, Kyle and see what's happening. Hey, Kyle, good morning. Welcome to Cam Wex. How can I help you?
4: Yeah, I was wondering about our yard. I just got uh, sod put in about six months ago, fresh sod.
2: Yeah.
4: And I was wondering about if uh, we should uh, overseed it and fertilize it. And then my shrubs on the side of the house, do I need to cover those with plastic or burlap
2: sack to protect them in the winter? Uh, it, on the sod, you're pretty much out of the growing season for sod or for seeding. Uh, sod will likely be a bluegrass. The only thing that's going to grow now is what's called an uh, annual rye. It comes up quickly. It's hardy. But even that, uh, it, it's tough to get. So it would, it would uh, germinate. It would grow a little bit, uh, but it would not survive until spring. So, frankly, uh, anything you can do to fill in soil around your sod edges, make sure that it's moist and watered, uh, mostly care and feeding for your sod. But don't uh, plant anything and don't fertilize it because it's not really growing. It's kind of going going to sleep, if you will, uh, somewhat dormant. It doesn't really go dormant, but, you know, just don't push it to grow when it uh, really can't. Let it um uh, gradually uh, develop uh, uh, roots. If you do anything at all, um, make sure that air does not get underneath the edges of your sod. That's the kiss of death, because once air gets down, kills the roots, and that turns brown back from the edges, off you go. So, And then as far as covering your plants, uh, your shrubs and such... Um, Away from the house, if you anticipate a really cold winter, i.e., uh, you know, zero degrees Fahrenheit, negative five, negative 10, that's when you would cover something, and it's mostly just a frost nip covering it could be a towel could be a blanket it could be burlap but routinely they're more good days especially in st louis um, we have 80 percent of really good sunshiny warm days that you know get up in the 30s and the 40s so if you cover it, uh, you cover it with anything it will slow down the good effects more than it will protect from the bad effects even if you get covering uh, if you cover them during the cold just put them on for the really cold stuff and and never never use plastic plastic will just uh you know if if you can imagine putting on a pair of socks out of uh, clear plastic the things that would grow around your feet uh, tends to grow around those plants too so you know never any plastic to cover outside oh okay awesome you bet, and uh, and and sod does take some care and feeding in its first year. So make sure you're you know crumbling in some good topsoil around the edges, and doesn't hurt to water it on good days. Once it freezes, just leave it alone. It's it's done for the season. And we've had our first frost. So does that count? Not really. the the frost on the top and the temperature, the air temperature, uh, when the soil freezes, uh, that's down an inch to three. You know, eh, Don't worry about it. But I, I would go ahead and do all this through the month of December, even if we get a cold snap in December. There are enough good days that uh, you know. It just and, and it's it's worth your time. It's worth your investment to, you know, just sprinkle topsoil around all the places and fill the holes and the divots and all. So yeah.
4: Okay, and then uh, you just said you could still water the yard too on yes, the good sir. days.
2: Uh- yeah, on a day like today, you know, as nice as that is, even if it snaps cold tonight, it's not really going to penetrate a long way overnight. So when you have these drought freezes, they can freeze a faucet, but it's kind of hard to freeze the ground. Uh, so, yeah, you can water your uh, only if it's dry, you know, so, it, you know, if you've had good rainfall and you're going to have to, you know, know that by your neighborhood because of the size of Camox listening area. So uh but it, you know yeah watering during the winter doesn't hurt as long as it soaks in.
4: Okay, yeah, I live out in Warrington.
2: Oh, yeah, you're good. And and it's really rocky red soil in Warrenton, so uh you know, it, it, when the spring comes around and it does break, then all your instincts come back. It's time to then put a root enhancer on that uh on that uh top, on that topsoil the sod because it really you really need to feed it with the nutrients that mix the sod dirt with the um warrenton dirt or sometimes called snurt because it's a, kind of a mix of rock and red and topsoil right
4: yeah that's yeah. exactly what it was and then, um, so the 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 winter isn't that called winter fertilizer? I don't want to do that.
2: Not in the first year. You don't really want to drive it like that. Uh, not unless the sod guys tell you that, because it. Uh, what I don't want to see happen is you get it all excited, all fertilized, and it goes out to to grow, and all of a sudden it kicks into live gear, and all of a sudden it hits you know five degrees for a week. Wow! Right. Now you really messed with your you with your grass.
4: Okay, so did I miss that opportunity about a month or two ago when I should have done it? Yep.
2: <laughs> yes, sir, you did. Okay. Now it's just better to let it go to sleep for the winter and come back, you know, about March. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for your time. Okay, Kyle. take care. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby came with Some of that courtesy of Mike Miller because, uh, you know, I, I would uh, overlap with him. And some of it just, uh, you know, how, do, how does a builder get new soil to grow around a room addition or a new house or the things that we at Mosby Building Arts do. So very common for us to put down, you know, what's called a builder grass seed. It's the annual ride. We put it down. We water it. We try and get something to keep the erosion down to a minimum. You know, and then in the springtime, we just explain to the homeowner, like you know this stuff is going to die now's the time to put down good grass you know for something that takes a week or two to germinate and will stay with you year after year on a perennial type of grass seed Uh, 314-436-7900-800-925-1120 let's get one more break in here and i'll be back after this for some more phone calls here on camel x this is the KMOX Home Improvement Show presented by Suburban Leisure Center,
1: the place with the big red chair,
0: celebrating 50 years. Now, Scott Mosby on the voice of St. Louis KMOX,
2: up and running some great phone calls here on KMOX. Uh, let's talk to my friend Peter. Peter, good morning. How can I help you, sir?
0: Hey, Scott. Um I have a question, two questions that are kind of related. I think, uh, you were talking to the previous caller about the lateral line. Um, I, I have, uh, I'm in a 60 year old house and, um, the lateral line's good. I have to every eight months ago, so have a, a guy come and, uh, chop up the, uh, the, the roots that are growing in, but, uh, otherwise it's, it's pretty, it's in pretty good shape, but, uh, given the age of the house and where I stand, I, I would like to preventatively do the liner, do a liner in there. Uh, yeah. At least that seems like a logical thought to me. But uh, um, one company I talked to uh, said that basically uh, the way it is right now, I think due to lack of supply of vendors that do the uh, the lining, the lining approach costs just as much as digging out the old pipe and replacing it Is, does that sound right to you or am i getting bad
2: no no anything could be true nowadays it to be you know because even even if there are suppliers that can supply if that company or that brand doesn't it, not aware of that i mean there's always something somewhere in the world i mean somewhere somebody's digging up a diamond right now that doesn't know how to sell it or where to sell it you know well that doesn't mean that I could buy it because I don't know that it's there. So anything nowadays can be true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, I
2: I wouldn't disbelieve it because it's some unusual stuff, but uh, I do tend to agree that uh, the the tried and true of digging it up, though it's very invasive surgery, uh, probably is the more reliable of the two between technology and old school dig it up. Right now, because of the economy.
0: All right. Well, then, my second question is um, we had some um, water on our first floor leaking through the ceiling, and a plumber came and said um, nothing was wrong with the pipes upstairs, you know, um, but he did, he isolated it to a bathroom that he said he believes uh, if you flush the toilet and have the shower going or something like that, it's probably causing. Water to like I guess the water can't clear fast enough, so it's backing up yeah. into the vent, mm-hmm. and and at some point he says you know the vent goes through the ceiling or through the roof, but uh, he said it's probably cracked or or is it built that way that it it doesn't it's not sealed all the way to the top is that does that sound right to you or uh,
2: yes. Do you know uh, Oh, yeah, I know exactly. In those old houses, you've got a lead arm from the tub that goes over to the cast iron stack. They're sometimes pretty flat. And they're usually only about an inch and a quarter in diameter, maybe smaller. So you get the shampoo and the body oils and the soap, uh, paraffin wax from a bar soap for 60 years. You know, you can sludge up and fill that pipe to where the water doesn't go through it very well. Um, I would give uh, some of that RIDX a try, something like that, because that, Tends to eat up whatever you can. Uh, I think it it may be a little bit too late, a little too little too late on that, but that's one thing that you can try to make yourself feel better. Um, But as it starts plugging up like that, that's a possibility. There's another one here, and we uh, at Mosby have danced with some of these things. Uh, I also challenge you to look at the escutcheons, the trim finishes around the handles on the wall or the overflow on the tub and even around the spout you can run a tub forever and flush the toilet forever uh, and have no leak as soon as as soon as soon a bather gets in there and the water starts bouncing right off of their chest back onto that uh, controls wall where the hot and the cold water is and the spout and all that stuff Lo and behold, you can bounce that water right next to the uh, trim rings, whether it's the spout itself, and you can create a leak of a fairly Im- uh, substantial amount. So this is kind of test the easy stuff first, Peter, um, and and that's kind of the deal is is it, you know if you've got son or daughter that loves long hot showers, you know send them in there for half an hour and then start looking for water about 15 minutes after they shower because a a water leak that happens occasionally sometimes is related more to the bather and the style, whether they take a bath or a shower or shower, you know, for two hours, or they have a sore shoulder, they bounce it off their shoulder for 15 minutes. And now you have a ton of water downstairs. So that's, you know, kind of do that. Uh, And if that does, if you don't find anything yourself doing all those checks, you know, then you're into the plumber.
0: Okay. And so the, 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 stuff you said to try was ridex to build RID-X, up ridex uh, yeah build up um, i will give that a shot thank you so yeah. much for the advice yeah.
2: it's a septic tank cleaner and all it is is an enzyme that eats up organic waste and digests it just like the stuff down in the msd uh, you know uh, sewage treatment plants but it tends to eat up that uh, stuff on the pipes itself mix it up like uh, chocolate milk dump it down the drain of the tub, flush it down the toilet. Don't run a lot of water. Do this before you go to sleep at night so that stuff just sits in that pipe. Uh, but it's just like take a, st- a spoonful, put it in a big glass of warm water, and dump it down the drain. So.
0: Okay, great. Thank you so much for your uh, advice. I appreciate it. Love your show. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Good luck, Peter. Uh, All right, folks, thanks for the first hour. We're going to take a short pause anyway, uh, news, weather, and sports when we come back here. Uh, just keep in mind we've got a lot of things happening around town. Holidays are upon us, so, uh, you know, keep that uh, in in the forefront. A lot of people that need help uh, and need a little bit of leg up, uh, we're doing a, a toy drive at Mosby Building Arts with uh, SSM Cardinal Glennon. You can drop this by a a new unwrapped toy and drop it by the mosby building arts office Uh, we typically stack that stuff around our our uh, office until we run a big truck down to the uh, cardinal glennon uh, hospital Uh, we'll be back for hour two on kmox scott mosby at your service